Hey, it's Tito Jeff Dudoff. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is Fan Sports Stream powered by DSP Media. It's the Buckeye Blitz. Lots to get into. Look, ESPN went through and did a um, follow me on Twitter, by the way, at Fit Happens. Jeff Tito Fit Off here at Fit Happens right there. There we go. Anyway, um, follow me there. So ESPN came out and ranked all 36 college football playoff participants, or like, they haven't participated yet this year, but 36 through the nine years. Ranked them all one through 36, strongest to weakest. And obviously, the Ohio State Buckeyes were on that list. Uh, the 31st ranked team was the 2016 team that lost to Clemson 31 to nothing. Um, that team was overmatched by Clemson and Deshaun Watson for sure. I remember watching that game and the offense could not get anything generated. Um, I thought that the defense uh, played pretty well, but the offense couldn't get it going, put them in a hole, and that's what did that. So uh, the number 23 team on here is the one for this year's team is where they've got them, 23rd. I think that's a little low. Look, this Ohio State team's got a lot of talent, and I think they've got a better chance than Michigan or TCU of beating Georgia. Just from the standpoint, I think they have the most talent um, among the other teams. And I think Georgia's the most talented, but I think Ohio State's second. If they can fix these woes in the passing game, and look, I don't know what this says about C.J. Stroud as a passer, but he is a better passer when it's good or controlled elements. When it's not windy, when it's not cold, he's a better passer. Now, that's something you have to address at the next level against the NFL, no doubt about it, because you're not, obviously, you can't always predict where you're going to be playing, uh, what the elements will be. So, I like the idea that the next two games are in dome environments for him, or at least in controlled environments for him. So, I'm excited about that. The number 16 team on the list was the 2020 Ohio State team. That was the um, pandemic season when Ohio State did not get to play Michigan, and they beat Clemson in the semifinal when Justin Fields took that huge hit to the ribs and stayed in the game and played well, and lost Alabama, got blown out by them in the championship game. That 2020 Alabama team is one of the best teams I've ever seen. The number 12 team on the list is the 2019 Ohio State team uh, that lost to uh, Clemson 29-23 to in the semis before Clemson went on to lose to LSU and Joe Burrow in that magical season of the championship. And the highest-ranked team for Ohio State – uh, is the 2014 Magical Championship team uh, that, you know, had the third-string quarterback, uh, Cardale Jones, 12-gauge in there. They rolled Wisconsin 59 to nothing to just get into the playoff. They beat Wisconsin by that route, by that margin in the um, Big Ten Championship game and um, ended up going beating Alabama 42-35 to and then beat Oregon 42-20 to in the title game. So the uh, – the 2014 teams, the 2002 teams, the Trestle team with Krenzel and Claret and Mike Doss and those guys, um, uh, those teams are the most special. Not just because they're championship teams, but they're two of the most special teams in my lifetime as far as Ohio State Buckeye teams go. Um, they're the two championship teams in my lifetime. But beyond that, it's the way they came out of nowhere. And they were, um, the Ohio State going into that 2 season, they weren't, considered to be a championship contender and that they won consistently with like last second plays, last second stops, last second field goals, you know, Holy Buckeye, the interception in the end zone against Michigan, uh, the way the Fiesta Bowl ended uh, against Miami that year in the desert. That's what made that team so special. Same thing in 14 and 14. We didn't think Ohio state would get into the playoffs. They lose their top two quarterbacks. They've got to rely on, uh, you know, Cardale Jones, relatively unknown to come in and lead the team. They had that blowout win against Wisconsin. Then they've got against mighty Alabama. So that's where this team, to me this year, has a similarity because we didn't, 
All year long, we thought Ohio State would be in the playoff. Yes, all year long, we thought Ohio State would get in the playoff and be playing right now. But after the Michigan game, it looked like it wasn't going to happen. And things had to happen to push Ohio State in there. The biggest thing, obviously, was USC losing to Utah. If USC wins that game, we're not having this conversation about the CFP. But because USC lost that game to Utah, Ohio State's able to get back in. And now they're again in an underdog set, just like they were against Miami back in 02, just like they were against Alabama uh, back in 14. So I'm not, you can't, you can't really say, well, because of this, this will happen again. Absolutely, you can't do that. But nonetheless, it is still fun to think about. And it's intriguing to think about how this team could become as special as those did by going in and beating, especially they could beat, out, beat Georgia and then beat Michigan to win it all. That would be the most amazing cap to a season that I've had in my lifetime with Ohio State as far as covering that. Ohio State women, they have now moved up on the ESPN bracketology. The women have moved up to a number one seed line. They are playing phenomenal basketball. They're 10-0 right now for the first time since the 2011-2012 season. That's when Jim Foster was at Ohio State coaching the women. Kevin McGuff's been there since the 13-14 season. And um, they, a couple of close, a close half recently, uh, I think it was against New Hampshire, and then uh, they blew them out in the second half, 53-7. That was a blowout game. But they, they had a tough matchup against Michigan State this past weekend. They um, uh, they were down in the game and then also had to rally at the end. It, it was a very it was a, very much of a um, nip-and-tuck kind of game. They got the window to go to 10-0, and and now they're a top-three team in the country, um, a number-one seed in bracketology. Things are going great for the Ohio State team. And they're doing this, for the most part, without the services of J.C. Sheldon. J.C. Sheldon has missed five of the ten games for Ohio State this year. And in the five games she's played, she's averaging 16 points and six steals a game. They had her against Louisville when they won that one. Then she's missed the last three since. She missed the two previous to Louisville. I have a feeling she won't play against Albany. Coach Kevin McGuff told me that it's a, it's a lower body injury. It's like a leg injury, but he didn't get too many specifics about it. But he says she's more week to week. I don't think they'll use her against Albany when the calendar, calendar turns, though, and we get into the, the heart of the Big Ten schedule. I think you'll see her come back then. But it's been amazing to see they're doing all of this without one of their three best players on the court at all. Like I say, she missed five games. She played the Louisville game. She's missed the two before that and the three after that. And that's a 16 points and six steals a game you're losing. Other people have to pick up. But they've got uh, Albany this week. Um, again, that's a 6 o'clock tip-off, by the way, on Friday night over at the Shot and Season Center, Value City Arena. And I'm telling you, if you live in the Central High area, go check out, watch this team play. A lot of fun to watch. McGuff's got the girls rolling. And uh, they are. They are a Final Four threat this year. I have no doubt in my mind about that. All right. Um, Ohio State men's basketball, let's not forget about them. Uh, they're off all week until they play on Saturday against North Carolina and CBS Sports Classic. Uh, the Buckeyes are a top 20 team as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I think they're going to be a sweet, uh, sweet 16 team in the tournament this year. It, they've got this... Um, the game on Saturday against North Carolina. North Carolina is underachieved. They were preseason number one in a lot of people's eyes, and now they're I don't get, they're even in the top 25 anymore. They've had too many losses. Still a dangerous team. Still a nice opportunity for Ohio State. They've got a bit of a long break heading into this game before they play at MSG. And you got some of these younger guys, some of these freshmen coming in. Um, the, Bryce Sensible, guys they are counting on. And this might be this is like a, a first time opportunity in an arena like that, the historic Mass Square Garden, for some of these guys to play. So excited about that. But there's so much to get into also. we got more CFP talk coming up. Um, we can talk more about Ohio State transfer possibilities. We'll do that coming up on the next show. Some positions they may have to look at as far as bringing people in and uh, get, and still get ready for the Peach Bowl against that uh, Georgia Bulldog team coming up on New Year's Eve. All right, that is it for the Buckeye Blitz. I am Tito Jeff Thidoff. We are 
fan stream, fan sports stream powered by DSP Media. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great day.